Welcome to the High Vibe Podcast, a show created for women who want to elevate their health, mindset, and spirituality. I'm your host, Tori Nishino, corporate girl turned full-time online health and lifestyle entrepreneur. Join me every week for a high vibe conversation that will inspire you to live your best, healthiest, and most high vibe life. Are you ready? Let's go. What is up, my beautiful people? So today's podcast episode is going to be a little bit different than a regular episode that I usually do. It's going to be more of a training episode. So if you're not a note taker or if you're in the car right now listening to this, you can definitely listen to this, but I want you to put your headphones in when you get home and listen to it again and take notes. Smart people take notes. That's what Tony Robbins says. It's so, so important. Even if you're taking notes on your phone, something to look through. I always did that when I would listen to podcasts or when I still listen to podcasts and they're very much like a training episode. I take notes on the key takeaways and the action items I'm going to be doing. So today's episode, I'm going to be talking all about social media, how to grow your social media. I know it can be an intimidating beast in and of itself, and hopefully this gives you some clarity on how to grow your social media, what it takes to actually sustainably grow a social media following and have retention with your following, really creating that community. Because you probably, if you want to grow your social media, you probably want to monetize it, whether that's through brand deals or through selling your own programs or your own training or your own coaching or whatever the case may be, you know that having a good social media following and having eyeballs on your content can then turn into monetization, right? And at the end of the day, we all want to be able to bring in income doing what we love, right? And so for me, my monetization through social media changed. It evolved throughout the years. It used to just be me doing my own coaching, getting clients, recruiting, mentoring other people, and just coaching and mentoring other people to now getting brand deals and actually getting paid to post. And that was something that is very, very new to me. Just in 2021, I started to do that, which is insane to me. And now it's turned into my full-time income, which is pretty cool. So the way that you monetize your social media and your following can change and can evolve, but the principles on how to grow it, how to create a community never change. And I'm going to be talking mostly about principles, not as much about virality and trends and stuff like that, because that's always changing and always evolving. And at the end of the day, be resourceful, learn about the trends, learn about things that are going viral right now, especially with reels and TikTok and even YouTube shorts. There's high virality content out there. There's opportunities, but a lot of that, when it comes to virality, I mean, you can do trends, and a lot of it's luck. Sometimes it's just the algorithm playing in your favor. And I hate to say that it's luck because sometimes a lot of people, they're consistently creating content, right? So if you're consistently creating content, your odds of getting one lucky video are a lot higher than others. But everyone that I've known that has had high variety virality videos, like I'm talking over 10 million views in a video, they never expected that that was going to be the video that was going to be over 10 million. And they can't really replicate and be like, this is the reason why it hit 10 million, right? So that's the reason why I'm not going to go over trends and I'm not going to go over how to make your videos go viral. Because at the end of the day, sometimes it's just a little bit of luck. But if you're consistent with it, the chances of one of your videos going viral is very high because consistency is key, right? So I'm going to be talking about long lasting principles that 
this training will still be applicable, even if there's not reels anymore, there's not YouTube shorts, there's no TikToks that are getting pushed out to the masses, allowing for high virality content. So even if that were to all disappear, this training would still be relevant, which is my goal. So I'm not going to be talking about tactics and little, you know, little editing tips and tricks and stuff like that and creating viral content. I'm going to be talking about principles to create a loyal following and to continue to grow. So the first thing that I want to be talking about is content. That is the number one thing. Content is king. Content is so, so important. And there's a couple of things that really, really matter when it comes to your content. One is quality. So if you're not posting quality content, it does not matter. There is so much saturation, so many people posting just to post on social media that if your content isn't high quality, and when I mean high quality, I mean it has this like give a shit factor, right? So you paid attention to the lighting in your video. You edited it. You upped the vibrancy so it popped a little bit more. You made sure your video or your picture was very, very clear, right? And it wasn't grainy. There wasn't a dirty pile of laundry in the background of your video, right? Like there's this give a shit factor to people that create quality content. It's aesthetically pleasing to the eye, right? You know what I'm talking about. I don't need to go into detail about this quality content. It's really just a give a shit factor at the end of the day. Are you just making a post just to post or are you keeping in mind of your background and the lighting and what it looks like visually, right? No one, I mean- I don't want to say no one, but I can say like 99.9% of content creators, they never just take a photo and then it's done and then they post. They assess what is the best angle. They look at the room. They look at the the backgrounds. They look at the lighting. They take like a hundred different pictures and then they find the best one or five or whatever. Then they edited it and then they post. Sounds like a lot of work, right? That's because social media is work. If you want to grow it, you want to monetize it, you want to turn it into a business, you're going to have to treat it like a business with some work. You're going to have to put effort into it, right? So it's not just a walk in the park. And that's why I get so annoyed by people who are like, oh, like social media is so easy. It's not. It's work. It's work, you guys. So it's not for everyone. You got to be willing to work it. So that's the number one thing that I want to talk about when it comes to content is quality. So Things to keep in mind, natural lighting is your best friend. This will never go out of style ever. Even if there's a ring light, ring lights are really meant to help accentuate natural lighting. Or if obviously you're recording or shooting at night, then having a ring light is best. But the more that you can get content in natural lighting in the sunlight, your best friend. Cloudy overcast days are always great because there's no shadows. If you're dealing with direct sunlight, you want to make sure the sun is on your face, not behind you. So you're not backlit. These are all things that you can go onto YouTube and you can type in best tips for natural lighting for taking pictures or videos or something like that. Getting by window is always your best friend, right? So those are things that you want to keep in mind. Natural lighting is so, so important. Keep in mind of the angles behind you. When it comes to other things that make high quality content, make sure you're editing your stuff. You're not just taking the picture, taking the video and posting it. So a couple apps that I like to use, one of them is Color Tone. So C-O-L-O-U-R, 
T-O-N-E. I believe it's $1.99 a month now. Um, not a month, $1.99 a week. Um, the pricing always changed. The price structure always changes. But that's how I put filters on my videos. So if you notice on my social media, on my Instagram and on my TikTok, there's a constant theme with coloring when it comes to all of my videos. That's the app that I use for my filters. I don't always use the same filter because the lighting's different. The time that I recorded it is different. So there's a lot of different factors, but I roughly stay within the same genre. I want my videos to pop. I want the colors to be bright. I want them to be blue. So there's other things I, I take into account. I also, when I apply the filter, I make the adjustments. So if you don't know how to use color tone or any of those types of apps, you could probably just type in color tone tutorial on YouTube and see how to edit your videos on there. But that's the app that I personally use. I also like to use InShot, I-N-S-H-O-T. It's free. It's free. You can underlay music on there. You can add a little effects. I believe you can also play with the lighting and saturation on that video as well. So those are for video editing apps. And then all of my photos are edited through Lightroom. I just bought a preset. You can buy presets on Etsy. You can buy them on Instagram. I believe my preset that I got a long, long time ago is from this blogger. Her username is take off with love. I believe if you just type in take off with love presets, you'll find them. I have the Greek dreams preset. I love it. I've been using it forever. So I use that preset and then I always make my own little adjustments because sometimes it makes me look way too oompa loompa orange. So even though I use presets and filters, I never just rely on those. I always make my own adjustments on every single piece of content that goes out. I never post up a video or a photo that has not been edited. And I'm not talking about like editing my body, you guys. You don't need to edit your body. You're beautiful the way you are. But I'm talking about colorization, crispiness, lighting, brightness, really the, the aesthetics of that. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about editing your videos, okay? So make sure that they are high quality videos, high quality looking videos, the aesthetics are there. And you take care, you have that give a shit factor when you're editing your videos and your photos, okay? That's super, super important. If you're just taking videos or pictures in dark rooms and they're grainy and they're dark and you have a dark pile of laundry behind you or some iteration of that and your videos aren't doing well, ask, ask yourself, like, are you really putting in that much effort into your videos or are you posting just to post? Because I see so many people that are posting really dark, grainy videos and they're just like, why are my videos not doing well? And I'm like, look at your page. Would you follow you? Okay, we're getting real raw and real honest here because some sometimes we just need a good, honest gut check with ourselves, you know? And so look at some of the biggest influencers or social media people that you follow. Go just peruse their page. Go peruse their page. You'll notice there's probably a theme. There's probably some aesthetics. Aside from some people where that's like really not in their brand, maybe their brand is really just in the comedy or whatever, they're, they're not really following these exact principles. But if you're wanting to be an influencer as such, and you're listening to this podcast, generally you're in this realm of creating really high quality looking content. Okay. 
So that's super, super important. You want people to stop their scroll when they see your videos and your pictures. You want to stop the scroll. You want to interrupt their brain, interrupt that just mindless scrolling action. And the only way that you're going to catch their attention is through a beautiful photo or really eye-catching video. Okay. So have that give a shit factor when you're editing your, your videos, your energy matters in your videos as well. You know how they say that energy in videos, like it, or not energy in videos, that the video specifically, the camera will add 10 pounds. Well, also will just take away like 10x of your energy. So you want to make sure when you're recording videos that you're a little bit extra. You're not changing who you are, but you're just elevating who you are. You're like you if you were super excited on your birthday. Okay. That's the type of energy that you want to have that's captivating on video. So you want to make sure you get in that right state. You pump up some music. You get in that that right mode when you're going to do a video. Okay. And that this is when you're like talking to the camera and stuff like that. So energy is super, super important. Energy is everywhere and energy translates through your video. So video is king right now. I don't see video going away anytime soon, especially on all platforms. It's definitely, you know, a YouTube shorts, TikTok, Instagram reels. Video is like the new Instagram pictures from 10 years ago. Okay. So you want to make sure that you are using video. And if a video terrifies you, I get you. I remember the first time I ever did a video, I literally cried. I cried to my boyfriend. I told him I hated doing this. I hated talking on video. I felt so awkward. Even doing my first photo shoot, I was so awkward. So you guys, if this doesn't come naturally to you, that's okay. None of this came naturally to me. Editing, posing, talking on camera, dancing on video. None of that came natural to me. Okay. So I want you guys to know that, that None of this came natural. It was something that I kept on showing up. I kept on doing. I committed to doing at least two videos every single week, taking pictures as much as I could, getting better at posing, all of that stuff. So you just get better with time. All right. So I want you to know that. And if you are wondering how to create high quality content, it's just one Google search or one YouTube video away. Make sure you're getting it from a good source, a reputable source. But that is the first thing. Okay. Next thing under content is consistency. So one of my biggest pet peeves is when people are like, why am I not growing my social media following? And then you look and they haven't posted for over a month. And I'm like, well, that's number one reasons you literally just post whenever you feel like it. Right. Which is maybe once a month here, maybe in the fall, maybe on a Christmas day, just like whenever you feel like posting, you post. Now, if that's how you use social media, amazing. That's totally fine. I'm not saying that if you just want to have a social media profile and post whenever you want, that there's anything wrong with that. What I am saying is if you want to grow your social media and monetize your social media and you're posting just when you feel like it, that's a problem. And you need to do a serious gut check because imagine if you have a job, right? Most most of us have jobs or employed or you work for yourself, but imagine you have a job and you just show up to your workplace whenever you feel like it. So Monday, you don't feel like it. You don't go in, no call, no show, nothing, just ghost. Tuesday, you show up, your boss would probably either give you a huge ass warning or fire you on the spot, right? You can't just do a no call, no show because you don't feel like it. But when a lot of people are trying to grow their social media, for some reason, they they have this notion that I can just post whenever I feel like it and that's okay. And eh, that is not okay. 
my friend. And I'm here to give you the rude awakening that if you want to grow your social media and take it seriously, you're going to have to have that give a shit factor and be consistent with it. Now, what does consistency look like? I recommend every single day, showing up every single day, making a post every single day. If you do that every single day for one year, two years, three years, every single day you are showing up, I guarantee you, you're going to grow. You're going to see some growth, right? You're, you're going to see how to get better. You're going to get better that much faster, right? Your, your skills are going to get quicker. Like you're going to be better at able to writing a caption, editing a video, shooting content. Like you're just going to get better that much faster. Now I know a lot of you are like, well, Tori, I have a full-time job and I work 40, 50 hours a week. I get you. Cause I did too. When I started my, my growing my social media, I started my online coaching business. I was building my online coaching business, which was the, the catalyst for me wanting to grow my social media while I was working 60 hours a week in corporate finance. So here's the thing. You can either just make excuses and say why you can't do it because you're so busy with your full-time job or with your kids or with your husband or whatever, that you can't spend any time being consistent with social media. And if that's the story that you want to tell yourself, you're just going to stay stuck in the exact same situation as you are. Or you can say, I want to get out of this job. I want to utilize my social media platform and able to help me do that. And I'm going to take it seriously. And I'm going to make some sacrifices and maybe get a little bit less sleep. Maybe stop watching Netflix. Maybe you stop scrolling social media. And instead of scrolling, you're creating content and you're planning it out. Right. So when it comes to consistency, I would say every single day, if you can't do every single day, at least five times a week, at least five posts a week that go live, whether it's a video, a picture, whatever it is, at least five pieces of content and on your Instagram stories, at least every single day, your Instagram stories, they're 15 second clips. Okay. 15 second clips, at least every single day, always save your stories. Cause they're only up for 24 hours. So always save your stories. I don't necessarily always like to timestamp my stories and be like, happy Monday. Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't, I don't, I don't never say like happy September 1st or anything like that, because you never know when you have those days where you just can't muster it up to show up on your stories or show up on your profile. You have those videos saved that you can always just repurpose for new eyeballs, for new people. Okay. So make sure you're always saving your content. I like to create a folder that's just labeled IG stories on my phone. And I save all my stories, all my content, all of the amazing content that I've created when I was in that high vibe state. And on those rainy days, when I'm just like really not feeling it, I might repurpose some of that content and that's okay. Right. Cause there's going to be new eyeballs that see, see that I'm not saying do this every week or do it every month, but I'm just saying, prepare yourself for those days where you don't feel like showing up, but just know consistency is a choice. And if you're telling yourself that you're too busy with your current job, with your kids, with your family, whatever it is, then you're really just saying that it's not that important to you to grow your social media. Right. And just be honest with yourself. Right. I have zero tolerance for BS excuses. And pretty much all excuses are, are there just BS stories that we're telling ourselves that are holding us back and making us feel comfortable and justified in our situation, right? So I never said that growing your social media is going to be easy. I never said it's going to be a walk in the park or it's going to be easy. 
if it was, everyone would have 100,000, 200,000, 300,000, a million followers, right? But the people that get there are the ones that take it seriously and they just stop making excuses. So I'm here to tell you, that's what I did. I was working full-time corporate job. I was leaving before the sun came up and I was getting home when the sun was down. So my ability to create content every single day was very, very difficult. And what I did was on the weekends, on Saturdays and Sundays, I got my boyfriend lunch and we went and did a photo shoot or did a video shoot or just have those big content days where I brought a bunch of different outfits and I would try and knock out as much as I can, at least seven videos to get me through the week or at least seven pictures to get me through the week. Okay. So batching your content, using your day off to spend three hours creating content. And then you have content for the rest of the week. Okay. So that's a little productivity tip there. If you're like, I'm literally working all hours of the day that are daylight. And when I get home, I don't have any time to create content. We'll do it on your day off. You're just going to have to be okay with that. Those are the sacrifices that you're going to have to make if you want to grow your social media. And if you're serious about it. All right. And then when it comes to copywriting and your caption, I would say there's a couple of things that I really want you to keep in mind. One of them is that first line, that first sentence in your caption is always a little bit of prime real estate. It's the first thing that people see before they decide to click more. So make sure that's some type of captivating question, some type of captivating line where people want to actually read more. Okay. But when it comes to copywriting, this is one of those things where you're going to get so much better the more that you do it. I used to struggle so badly with writing. I was really, really bad at it. You guys, I'm telling you. And I've gotten pretty decent at storytelling and conveying my message and putting out value. But that was because I was doing it every single day. And it's a muscle. The more that you do it, the better at it you get. So someone that I really, really love that has some good copywriting tips and podcast trainings on, it's called the Angie Lee show. I love her. She, she's primarily targeted towards online coaches, but when she teaches copywriting, and, and niching, niching down and all that stuff. It, you can still take those nuggets, even if you just want to be an influencer or a beauty influencer, lifestyle influencer or whatever. And you're not necessarily looking to create your own online coaching business. That's totally fine. You don't have to take every single piece of advice as gospel, right? Take the things that resonate with you. Take the tips that are tangible to you and applicable to you and use that. So Angie Lee has a lot of copywriting stuff on her podcast. It's called the Angie Lee show. And then another podcast that I really like is called Payday with Ray Ray. And both of those, Payday with Ray Ray and the Angie Lee Show, they're both geared towards online coaches, but you can still learn from them. You can still learn how to create great content from them. A couple other podcasts that I love when it comes to social media is called The Boss Babe podcast. So the boss babe podcast that's targeted towards female entrepreneurs in general, but they have a lot of social media stuff on there as well. And then the influencer podcast is another podcast that I really, really like the influencer podcast. So those are a couple other podcasts. Cause I know if you're listening to this one, I'm super grateful, but I don't cover a lot of social media tips. And I think being a lifelong student is super, super important. All right. Moving on from copywriting. Uh, because copywriting can be its own beast. I'm not going to dive into it, but just know that your caption matters. And those are some podcasts and resources that can help you. Okay. When it comes to growth. So 
growing your social media? How do you actually grow it? Obviously, we talked about the content. The content has to be there, right? The quality, the consistency of your content. But how do you actually gain a following? Like, how do you increase your follower count? And so aside from those high virality videos with reels and TikTok, I'm not going to dive into that. Cause like I said before, you guys, I know a lot of people that have made very high viral videos, including myself. And we can't tell you the exact formula. One of the biggest things is like, okay, maybe it was some of the trends, like the trending audio, the trending song, the trending dance, but We don't know how long that phase is going to last. We don't know how long this era of trending songs, trending audio, trending things is going to happen. So if you're just relying on that to grow your social media following and then it disappears, you might be in for a rude awakening, right? So when it comes to those things, I think they're important. I think you definitely should try it out. You should try out the trends. You should try to put your own spin on the trends, right? Put your own little personality, your own little twist into it, right? See what videos have gone viral for other people and see maybe is there a formula? Is there a pattern? Like, do they have multiple viral videos? And if so, what did they do? And it might work for you and it might not. That's where a lot of the testing comes into play. I do so much testing. I put out so many different types of different content and see what does well, what doesn't. And even if it does well with my own following, it doesn't even mean that it's always going to go viral. Okay, so I don't really want to give you tips on things that aren't very applicable in a consistent way right? You can try and you can test, but when it comes to that high virality, I know a lot of people that are like, I just kept on putting out content. I put out as much content as I could possibly could. I was trying to make it high quality and eventually one of them blew up. And that's usually how it goes when it comes to high virality, right? So if you're putting out one piece of content a month versus someone that's putting out one piece of content every single day, what are the odds that your one piece of content in your month is going to go viral versus the odds of the person that's putting out 30 pieces of content in a month, right? So if you want to increase your chances of having high virality content, make sure it's you're posting consistently and you're posting quality content, okay? But aside from that, how do you take your growth into your own control? So one of the things that a lot of people talk about is they talk about finding your niche, your niche, your niche, whatever you want to call it, tomato, tomato, but I like to call it niche. So when you find your niche, meaning what is the thing, what is the area that you really want to be known for? And this is going to evolve and it's going to change, but is it travel? Like, do you want to be a travel blogger, travel influencer? Do you want to be a beauty influencer or maybe a vegan beauty influencer? Are you into cooking? Do you want to be someone that's, you know, creating lots of meals and known for your meals? Do you want to be someone that's just known for lifestyle? If you want to be a lifestyle influencer, the only thing is that lifestyle is such a broad category that usually you can't be a lifestyle influencer until you start from a, a certain niche. So for instance, a lot of fashion influencers then become just lifestyle influencers, but they started in fashion. They started in something very tangible. Same with travel. Like a lot of travel influencers then grew into lifestyle. Does that make sense? They So you don't always have to stay in this niche, but it's good to start in that small focus, especially when you're small. So for me, it was fitness. 
that's where I started. Now it's shuffling. So as you can see, it's evolved. And my content has evolved as I've evolved. So just know that it's not always going to stay in the same niche. Like where you start is not where you're going to end. But you need to figure out something that is very interesting to you right now that you have either a lot of knowledge in and a lot of, a lot of expertise that you want to keep on creating valuable content. So maybe that's fitness, maybe that's fashion, maybe that's beauty, maybe that's home decor, interior design, whatever it is. What I want you to do is I want you to just jot down a bunch of these things and figure out the things that you are either very knowledgeable in that you absolutely love or you're super passionate about and you want to continue to explore that area and pick one to two of those things and really just go all in with it. And when I say all in, I mean about 80% of your content is going to be related to that area, whether it's beauty, shuffling, dancing, whatever it is. And then 20% is going to be lifestyle. It's going to be you. It's going to be your personality. It's going to be your family. It's going to be your other hobbies, your other passions, because you are a multi dimensional soul being, right? You're not just a fitness guru. You have other things. And the truth is that the reason people are going to follow you, they might follow you because of fitness. They might follow you because of your dancing or your shuffling, but they're going to stick around and fall in love with you because of who you are and your personality, right? So you want to make sure that you're showing that you're showing those sides of you. All right. So when it comes to growth, make sure you find that niche and then you go and you engage and you find your people. I did this every single day for like three years. I would go find people that were into fitness or that were into veganism. I would either go to big influencer pages. And I mean like over 500,000 followers. And I would go find who was commenting and who was liking on those posts. And I would just go engage with that community. I would go find my people. I would go find my tribe. And I basically just was like, I'm going to go be a professional fun maker. Right. And if I really liked their content, I would give them a follow. I'd send them a DM. I would comment on their stuff. And because I was consistently creating good content, good quality content, usually they'd give me a follow back. And if they didn't give me a follow back after like a couple of weeks, I would go and follow them. If they ghosted me, I'd go and follow them. You know, not everyone out there is going to vibe with you. And that's totally okay. It really is a numbers game, but that's a great way to start putting yourself out there is engaging with other people and taking the algorithm into your own control. So going out there and engaging with other people. So, so like to give you a, a very tangible example, I would go on maybe it was like Fabletics or whatever, or it was Kate Hudson or, um, Karina L like Karina L is like someone's content that I really love. I'd go to her page. I'd go look at the comments, see who is commenting on her stuff because those are active users. And then I would just kind of just like speed dating or like on a Tinder profile. I don't know. I would find girls on there that, cause I, I didn't want to connect with men. That's not something that I was that was not my goal. I wanted to connect with women. And so I would find someone that I was like, oh yeah, she looks like just from first glance, I'd vibe with her. I'd go to her page, do what she was about. I would like a couple of her uh, pictures. I would leave a genuine comment on one of her 
videos or pictures, like a genuine comment. And usually I would ask a question or give a compliment or give a compliment and ask a question, right? And that comment, it's not just a standard like heart or applaud emoji. Like I would leave a genuine comment that showed that I read the caption or I watched the video all the way through. And then if I really vibe with her, I would send her a message and be like, hey, Susie, I just want, you know, I stumbled across your page um, and I really vibe with you. And I think you're awesome. I love what you're doing. And I just wanted to come by and say, hi, I'm always looking to connect with new people on here. And I'd give her a follow. And I would do that times 30 a day. I do that to like 30 people a day, every single day for three years. And that's how I grew from zero to 20 K from zero to 20 K. I didn't have any videos that were going viral. I didn't have any videos or any photos that were getting pushed into the mainstream at all. I was organically growing that through doing that hard work, you guys. And then when you work with other, when you start to get to that same realm, maybe you have like 2000 or 3000 or 5,000 or 10,000, and you start connecting with other women and other people that are in your same niche and also around the same follower count, you can share their posts, shout them out, like really collaborate. I definitely, definitely think collaboration is so underrated. So collaborating with other people that are in the same field with around the same following and just hitting them up and sending them a message and be like, Hey, like I've been following you for a while. I think we roughly have the same type of vibe going on. We're both in the fitness or we're both into travel. Like, would you love to like collaborate on something together. Maybe you guys do a giveaway together, or maybe you just shout each other out on your stories. Like whatever the case may be, you guys can explore that. But that's a great way to cross pollinate following. Okay. Collaborate and just creating that engagement on your own and going out there and finding your people. That's how you take it into your own hands. And you're not depending on just one video to blow up for you. Okay. And like I said, there's nothing wrong with creating high viral content, but you got to show up. You got to put in the work. You got to do it consistently. You got to create quality content. It's not just going to magically appear out of thin air. Now let's talk about retention because at the end of the day, if you aren't retaining your followers and you're growing and you're losing followers, like what's the point? You're just going to be on this hamster wheel. So the way that you create loyal lifelong fans is you create a community. And the way that you create a community is you connect with your audience. You reply to comments, you reply to messages, you go engage on your followers accounts. So if someone's constantly commenting or liking your stuff, you go comment and like their stuff, right? You create that sense of community, create that, that connection with your followers. And that's really how you create a loyal following is you just you care about the people that are following you because the truth is, is if you don't have these people following you and they're not really connecting with you, you're not going to have any type of sustainable social media presence at all. Right? So you want to make sure you're thanking these people and you're showing them that you care and they're not just a number, but you see that they're human on the other side of the screen. Cause at the end of the day, they are humans on the other side of the screen. Okay. So make sure you're, you're connecting, you're responding to comments, responding to messages, you're engaging on their content, you're shouting them out, all of those things, show them that you care, show them that you're a real human, reply to their messages. I try to do this as much as possible. I was so good about replying to everything when I was in the growing phase, like up to 20K, even 30, 40K, like I was up there replying to everything. Now I'm at the point where I literally be on my phone every single day, all day 
if I was replying to every single comment and every single DM. So I definitely try to respond to all my comments within the first hour of posting. I respond to all the comments and then I try to set aside at least an hour or two hours a week to go back to all of my last posts within that week and try and respond to all of the comments that I didn't see and try to respond to DMs. I don't get to everything. I, I really don't. And if I, if I did get to everything, I would literally be on my phone all day, every single day. And that's not the type of lifestyle that I'm trying to create, but I do try to put in time where I'm connecting with my audience and connecting with the people that follow me and show them that I care. All right. So that's super important. And when you're just starting out and you only have three comments, you should be responding to the three comments. When you only have one DM, you should be be responding to that one DM. Does that make sense? So Obviously, the more that you grow, the more that you're going to have to say, okay, I'm going to do an hour a day where I'm just responding to everyone. And then that's it because you don't want to be tied to your phone. That's not the point of having a social media based business, you know, but you're going to have to make time for it, right? It is your job at the end of the day. And you want to show these people that you care. All right. Last tips that I want to talk about. Resourcefulness is key. It's so, so important. YouTube, podcasts listening to this episode, I can tell that you're resourceful. Just being a student, always looking for ways to grow, for looking ways to do better, to be better. That's how you're going to get better. Okay. So instead of making excuses of since, instead of saying that you can't do it because you don't have the time or you don't have the following, or you don't have this, or you don't have that look for ways, how you can do better and how you can be better and how you can actually up-level your content, up-level the consistency and just up-level your own vibration and your own energy. Okay, but resourcefulness is key. I was all over YouTube trainings on social media when I first started. I was looking up so many social media trainings on YouTube. I was finding podcasts. I gave you a bunch. I will mention them again. The Influencer Podcast, The Angie Lee Show, The Spark Show, and The Boss Babe Podcast, along with Payday with Ray Ray. Those are some of my podcasts that I personally love that have a lot of social media training as well. I will link those in the show notes below. But I want you guys to know at the end of the day that if you want to grow a social media following and you want to increase that follower count, you're going to have to put in the work. You're going to have to take it seriously. You're going to have to treat it like a business, right? A business. You're going to have to put in that energy. So Stop with the complaining. Stop with the woe is me. Stop with the why is this not working for me? I've been doing this for three months and nothing's blown up. You guys, I didn't really, really grow my social media. I would say until this last year, like these last 12 months is when I grew to over a million on TikTok, almost 200,000 on Instagram. And I was doing it for five years, every single day, five years, every single day. Every single day I was posting, I was creating, I was figuring out ways to do better, to get better. And just within this last year is when I really saw that growth. Okay. So patience, patience is so important. There's no such thing as an overnight success. And if there are those people that are just magically overnight success, a lot of the time they can't hold on to it because they don't know how to get there. They didn't require and build their skills to keep that type of following. All right. So just know it's going to take time, consistency, and patience, and you're going to have to continue to do better and get better, but you got this. All right. I'll see you guys next week.
Thank you so much for tuning in and being a part of the High Vibe community. If you loved this episode, I would be so grateful if you could leave a review or take a screenshot and share it with a friend so more women can find this podcast. For more on me, visit torinishino.com or find me on social media just by searching my name. Until next time, friends, live your high vibe life.